welcome to the second episode of the year for the Last Ones In podcast. I am Jirai Archuleta, joined today by Robbie. Hi! And, along with Robbie, we also have E on the other side of the internet. Yep, it's me, along with Robbie, apparently. Yes. <laughs> yeah, along with Robbie, you're both here. <laughs> well, he's here, you're there. But you're also he, here. He's here in spirit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're here in E Avatar. Is that is Ooh. that how that works? Um, there we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh, you can probably hear it in my voice, and you can definitely hear it in E's voice. We both came down with some stuff. Um, I came down with an ear infection. E came down with a I don't know what. I came down with a on Monday. I unloaded a truck in uh close to zero degrees for about five hours. Yeah. So he came down with that. <laughs> and Robbie's well Robbie's Robbie hi <laughs> Robbie uh, came down with the uh, hemorrhoids unfortunately it is unfortunate <laughs> yeah oh, had to put a bunch of towels down on the couch it's a mess um so this try maybe wear a pad underneath my underwear <laughs> just like a, a dog going through feet um this year really embarrassing to ask Liz for a pad <laughs> Made him wear a cone around his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the cone feels reason. unnecessary, but I don't know. I think it's nice. I think it's really good acoustics, actually. Yeah, it goes really good with your outfit. I mean, it makes eating cereal eater or easier. Just pour it down into the cone and eat it that way. <laughs> I think that's how people die. I think people die that way. Only if they don't eat fast enough. <laughs> well, anyway, to the movie. Uh, this year, we're starting our theme off for the year early because i feel like we got a really late start on it last year with the trilogies fair maybe we didn't but maybe it's just because trilogies were three movies per thing it felt like yeah it took forever to be fair last year we also didn't really come up with how many we wanted to do yeah we just kind of were on the fly about it yes that's very true so this year our theme or our running thing that we'll be going back to every so often is we're going to watch japanese and korean horror films and we're going to compare the originals to the remakes the one yeah. we're starting with first is ring um i feel like this is the like biggest example right this and the grudge for yeah. sure yeah it's one of the big er examples at least yeah for sure i think this is the one that's maybe most well known but uh who's to say i think this one actually got critical reception like it was critically received quite well Whereas most of the other ones, not so much. <laughs> Yippee. So, they did have a lot of hype back in the day. I do remember that. They did. This one was hyped up like crazy. This was also right in the transition from VHS to DVD in the mass market. And it was huge in rental places. I think that this entire movie to me is... It's like one Blockbuster in the... Blockbuster exclusive. <laughs> like it may as well have been. Like I feel like if Blockbuster didn't exist... This would have been like a straight to Netflix kind of movie, but in like the worst way possible. If it like came out nowadays, I, <laughs> I don't know if I, this movie would work nowadays. If... Yeah. Well, no, we don't use VHSs anymore. Right. Oh, that would be the like difference. a. It would be like a chain email. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, uh, <laughs> there's so many. There was one that came out in like 2015 or 2016 called Rings, and the whole thing of that is you have to upload the video online again. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's so far disconnected from the actual thing of this movie though i i kind of agree <laughs> yeah um, 
I I actually I don't know if you have an answer for this. Did they make it clear that this was a remake of a Japanese movie or a reimagining or whatever? No, 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 they did not. Oh, that's uh, cool. Great. I love I love that. Ooh. The <laughs> only reason that I think we well, the closest that they did is uh, when this movie did come out on VHS and DVD and you went to go rent it. The previews that I would show beforehand would talk about the original Japanese version of this movie. But other than that, like, no, there's like no announcement or anything else saying like, oh, this used th- like this was a remake and we're remaking it. Like it was just like, oh, the ring is coming out. Yeah. The closest you get to is on this Blu-ray special features. There is an origin of terror and it talks about how it's based off of Ringu slightly talks about that. Um, but no, for the most part, like I didn't realize that it was a remake until I was a teenager, quite honestly. And that's when I saw Ringu in our rental place. And I was like, Ringu, what is this? And that's when I figured out that it was a, a, a remake. The, re, the Ringu and, was the yeah, original of Ring. And I assume it was some kind of shitty fan sub translation of the no, movie. No, it was the real movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah. our uh, rental place is actually pretty good about getting like the actual things. That's good. You know, I just think about like anime, and you're lucky if they even knew what half the words actually meant. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know who ran our rental places that we had around there, but they had pretty good taste, I think, because... Yeah, they seem to be a horror buff, whoever was running our video rental place growing up. Yeah, they had a ton of like weird offbeat horror stuff, which honestly, I think uh, painted a lot of how we view horror movies now. Probably. They see a high school kid like going up to the counter with the copy of The Ring and they're like, hey, what's that over there? And they like swap it with Ringu when they're not looking. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely amazing. Um, But yeah, The Ring. It's been since I was very young, probably like 11 or 12 since I had seen this last. Robbie, what about you? I think it's about the same. Like, I think this was still on VHS the last time I watched it. Yeah, I remember seeing it on DVD once, but most of the time I watched it. And it was renting it from a rental store. It right. was on VHS. And to be fair, like as a kid, I did watch this movie a lot because I think it's I watched it originally and then I watched it with my family. And then I think I showed it to you yeah. or I showed it to somebody at least. Because like at the time, like this was this movie was considered to be a very big deal. Yeah, it was it was fucking huge. Uh, e, you've never seen it. No, um, there's a slight chance that maybe like my brother was watching and I saw a bit of it. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen like a minute of it even. Okay. In fact, I would go as far as I don't even see people actually talk about the movie much. Like, they talk about, like, how it was big and, like, a lot of the stuff surrounding the movie. I've never, like, seen someone talk about the movie and what happens in it. I think it's one of those movies that the concept of it was more terrifying than what actually happens in the movie. <laughs> you but, might be showing your hand a little early here, Dry. Uh, might, might be, maybe. Who knows? <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is rated PG-13 for thematic elements, disturbing images, language and some drug references it is it came out this came out in 2002 and it is just under two hours at 115 minutes long robbie if people want to watch it where can they do that it is kind of like a weird bag it is mostly just the usual suspects uh but at a weird price range it is amazon google play and youtube for 379 and it's voodoo for 399 and then apparently youtube tv if you have a premium subscription so i think it's one of those like one of the channels like tnt or whatever else will have it showing when at some point in time if you have youtube tv yeah that sounds about right um uh, i will say uh me not being there i obviously had to find a way to watch it myself yes 
I almost watched it on YouTube in 480p with ads. <laughs> oh no! I stopped myself. I was like, mm, "This doesn't sound great." <laughs> and I and like you know, I looked at it. And I was like, "Man, you could just take a bite out of the pixels in this." <laughs> so uh, I did. I did rent it in 1080, and then I immediately asked Jariah if it's supposed to be really great. <laughs> so it was shot on film. Even us watching it on Blu-ray, it still has that film grain texture to it. I don't think it looks bad by any means. It looks of the era, which everybody yeah. knows how I feel about that yeah. era of film. But He loves it. But just... <laughs> that's why the prequels are his favorite Star Wars. That's the reason why. That's it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, I think that it looked totally fine on Blu-ray. It did look... You could definitely see the film grain. Like It felt like yeah. this was maybe not an amazing uh, rip of the original film see i will say i feel like the film grain actually kind of adds to the like feeling of the movie yeah uh dry had mentioned that you said like asked if like the our movie supposed to be that grainy and I, or the only thing i could think of was like i mean that might be the vibe they're going for with this movie considering the what the movie's about yeah i do think that a lot of the horror of it does wind up losing some of the punch just not watching it on older technology, quite honestly. And that's man, like... if you could actually see what you're scared of, it loses the impact <laughs> a little bit. But like, I feel like it's so ingrained in that, like, this is a VHS movie. You watch it on an old CRT thing, and it. I feel like like that's what that movie. Maybe it's just because that's how I grew up with it. I feel like it like should be that way. I don't know. What do you think? Uh, no, I feel like, I mean, I, I've, like, one of the weirdest offenders of, like, old stuff, basically, where I'm like, yeah, no, I think there's a reason to even now still try to, uh, mimic that kind of style. I, I think this movie probably would add a lot if it really did, if I, like, had it on a VHS. Right. Uh, you know, because you, you wouldn't, that would probably reduce questioning a lot of the stuff. But it's hard to it's hard to say when I watched it on a giant ass TV. Maybe I should have seen if I could have hooked it up to my CRT. Maybe that would have. Maybe <laughs> if, if you watched watch the... that 480p YouTube version with ads on your CRT, man, it would have been like you had just woken up from a nap and you saw it on TNT. <laughs> Which would be crazy because I never watched anything other than Cartoon Hour, Nickelodeon, <laughs> Disney Channel <laughs> up until I was twenty. <laughs> it would have been insane. <laughs> You know, up until that pivotal moment when you met Drya. <laughs> nah, it was when I I realized I could just watch anything on the internet. <laughs> I was like, wait a second, I could just watch Steven Universe at any point and not have to wait for a Cartoon Network to air an episode once for a month? It's a nice feeling. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and read the back of the box here real quick, and then we'll jump into some thoughts. The Ring is the critically acclaimed smash hit thriller, David Anson of Newsweek says, raises some serious goosebumps. This cinematic thrill ride will keep you on the edge of your seat from the stunning opening to the astonishing conclusion. It begins as just another urban legend, the whispered tale of a nightmarish videotape that causes anyone who watches it to die seven days later. But when four teenagers all meet with mysterious deaths exactly one week after watching, just such a tape. Investigative reporter Rachel Keller tracks down the video and watches it. Now the legend is coming true. 
The clock is ticking, and Rachel has just seven days to unravel the mystery of the ring. Dun, dun, dun. And there is a pull quote on the back of this box that I want to read because I hate it. <laughs> it is by uh, C.W. Nevius of San Francisco Chronicle. And his quote is, so good, it's scary. So, Man, they didn't have anything good, huh? They had <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Zero. They really wanted to be quippy about it, though. Oh, man, they wanted to quip so hard. <laughs> so uh, oh, man. I guess let's start with you, E, since you had never seen it. What are your initial thoughts on this thing? Uh, I think this movie's really bad, actually. Okay. Uh, I, I want to say, I actually gave it quite a shot. I watched the first 30 minutes with, like, you know, there's some flaws, but I could definitely see what they're going for. Uh, no, it just fucking drags on and on, and I just started really hating it as it kept going. Okay. Uh, you know, the classic, I think this movie's way too long. I think they do, like, nothing for an hour <laughs> of this movie. Not even like in a, I don't even feel like it's like in a building tension kind of way, though. Like you know, someone might argue that it just feels like they're like, uh, where else can we go? I was going to the lighthouse. Why not? <laughs> and then it's like, what about a boat? We ever been on a boat? <laughs> I <laughs> just, I can see where you're coming from, but I do think that it is definitely a building tension kind of thing. Like I think I like horror movies that tell you a rule right away, and then follow that rule and you have to like just kind of follow the thing so i think the concept yeah. of that is really good that's but... I, that's why i mean but i was like you know i was like i felt like i was giving it a fair shot as i like started it for 30 minutes and was like oh you know there's like all any elements um i think this movie suffers a lot from being made in 2002 sure sure <laughs> uh i think a lot of the acting's kind of bad and a lot of the pacing is really weird and i i messaged dry about this as i'm watching it they sure do love having a song go through and then it's like ooh the spooky moment and then it literally just goes to the next scene and literally repeats the same exact song and does it again and the sweet out of the so like oh god score does not differ all that much no no, no the scores yeah uh i don't know just like exhausting more than anything i feel like this movie ended up being and i wanted to end so much earlier than it did <laughs> you want everything to end so much earlier than it did though that's not true i like fighting games <laughs> <laughs> for 30 minutes is all apparently uh all right i'm interested Robbie. what are your thoughts now on it as an adult as an uh, watching it as an adult, um, I definitely don't find it nearly as scary as I did whenever I was a kid. Mm. Um, it does try to definitely do like the slow burn thing, which sometimes is, it's successful, sometimes it's not with it. I feel like the whole unraveling a mystery part of it, they did a decent job with. This movie does definitely suffer from some early 2000s jank, mm -hmm. especially when it comes to, like some of the color correcting that they did in it. Oh. Um, yeah, that, that's a whole other thing that we're going to talk about with this. <laughs> um, I also like like and don't like the ending of this movie but we'll also get into that um there's some things that they could have done better i'm not sure exactly why they changed it but there's things that they changed that i kind of talked to dry about that i feel could have made the movie better but like there's a lot of things that they could have done that would have made this movie better but once again the 2000s was the 2000s yeah i think that there's a lot that's lost in translation quite literally actually from ringu to ring which will become more apparent, I think, whenever we watch Ringu. Yeah. 
I can't I can't wait to watch for so, you. I mean, one thing that uh E's probably gonna roll his eyes at or at about this movie is um this movie's an hour and fifty five minutes long. Uh the original Ringu movie is like an hour and thirty minutes long. I, I saw that and I'm like, man, I'm really curious what they felt like they needed to add. <laughs> it's a lot of superfluous character building in the American remake, quite honestly. Yeah. Like some stuff that probably didn't really need to be put into character building to make it more dramatic, quote unquote, but they were definitely going for that drama. Yeah. The thing that I kept seeing as it went along is that it lost the sub narrative of like why it is a videotape that's doing yeah. all of this. Um, which I guess again we'll go into when we see Ringu. Uh, but it's well, just... what else are they gonna have it on? The CDs weren't invented yet. You gotta put it on cassette tape. You gotta put it on a fucking laser disc. No one could play it. But it's not that. It's not what I mean. I mean, like, I know. There's no reason in the American version that it is a videotape, whereas there is subtext in the original of like this is a videotape because we're trying to say something about videotapes and technology instead of just scary lady on tape. Yeah. (laughs) But again, we'll get into that when we watch Ringu. Uh, yeah. So the differences between Ringu and this are going to be really fun to talk about, I think. Yeah. Um, For me, I think that it does not hold up very well. I already didn't remember the original. <laughs> liking not... it. <laughs> yeah, I already remember not liking the original as it was back in the day. It did scare me when I was a kid, the creepy images. I wouldn't say anything but the videotape itself did any of the scaring for me Yeah. when I was a kid. But those parts did give me the heebie-jeebies and the creeps whereas now as an adult none of it does yeah. and it all feels very forced i mean whenever i was a kid the faces uh were something that stuck with me for a while but other than that yeah like the creepy vibe of the actual videotape itself was also like gave me the heebie-jeebies but the yeah. rest of it was just kind of like okay this mystery thing and like we're just like kind of waiting for something to happen yeah which i think it had it suffers from just second act slop this movie does it just it feels like the second act is just i mean i agree with you i feel like the second act is just wasting time for a lot of it <laughs> i like you you felt the need to like e it's building tension and this and you're like yeah it also you know it feels like it's wasting time but e i think you don't realize it's building tension <laughs> i think their point is to build tension and i think it's okay at that but i don't like it i still think that it's very it's a lot of it could be cut it's fairly useless yeah. I feel like you could tell that by the difference in run times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They're probably going for a vibe on this one, and it just... I guess it worked in the early 2000s. I don't know about now, though. You gotta remember, the early 2000s really didn't have a lot of this kind of horror, though, at the time. Yeah. Um, This was the age of Blair Witch and Ring and the others, and, like, these types of movies to where it wasn't so much about what's actually happening. It's about what feels like is happening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Enough of that. Enough of our initial thoughts here. Let's go ahead and jump into the actual plot of the movie. You want to take it away, Robbie? All right. So this movie starts off with two teenagers that are sitting inside of a room and they're just talking with each other and like talking about teenage girl stuff mostly. And then uh, they end up bringing up like, hey, did you hear about this videotape? I'm like what videotape? Apparently it's a haunted videotape. It's supposed to have like these scary things on, on it. And then uh, you watch it and then you get a phone call saying like, hey, are you're going to die in seven days and then seven days later you die 
and then like, uh, no oh that's not real yeah we all watched it with brett with brett what are you you were at we were with brett i thought you were doing this long no oh you you did it didn't you you did it with him it's like no no anyway we did watch the tape though and then the actual call happens yeah well, it's not even like that call. It's like uh, they hear a call happening downstairs, and she starts freaking out because she yeah. did w- watch a tape. And then it turns out it's just her mom. And then her friend goes upstairs, and then, like, you know, TV static happens, and she thinks her friend's playing a prank on her. And then, like, she sees something go woo in the TV screen. <laughs> it's the best yeah. way I can describe what happens. It's basically like the predator effect is the best, best way I can put it. Like, you know, the. <laughs> Yeah. No, like the original movie, The Predator, like because he's supposed to be camouflaged and you can see through him, but like he sees something moving because like it's just like a wave, but like it's a see-through wave. You know the predator effect. Yeah, the predator. When effect. there's yeah. a sexual predator that lives next door and you see them in your TV. <laughs> well, you see the no. That's what I'm saying. Like you see the wave effect, and then Chris Hansen comes around the corner and says, "Can you come sit down?" It's like, oh damn! Oh, why even bring these lemonade then? <laughs> like there's two 14 year old girls inside of this house <laughs> and you bring hard lemonade what were you thinking <laughs> uh so yeah there there's this scene's too long i feel like it also doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the film no i think it was meant to like give you something to because the rest of it does like go into like you know the slow burn aspect of the movie this movie afterwards so i think this is their way of like trying to build up tension of like oh what's actually going on uh, 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 and like give people a reason to like be interested in what's going on yeah it uh, this is the cynical part of my brain it feels like this was something that was latched on afterwards and it was like <laughs> well people are really bored of this movie we need to like give them the uh, uh hint that something is gonna happen throw it at the, throw this thing at the beginning of it and instead of just having mystery about what's going on we're gonna tell them exactly what happened it felt like i think it, I, I was gonna I, I think some of the issue is just the structure of how it works because, you know, a traditional uh, horror thing, like, starts, like, you know, ramping up all the killers there and this and that. But, like, with the ring, it's you die seven days later. Yeah. It's so, like yeah. a normal horror movie. It would be like, oh, they got the phone call, but you can't do that here because it's like, and then well, they just live for a week. And then, oh, now it's going to happen. Right. Like, yeah. it's kind of hard with the structure. Yeah. Also, I- watching uh, the start of this movie it's i forget like how many like horror cliches just don't work anymore yeah because you know the static on the tv that's just like you could still go to a channel to find static if you really wanted to but most tvs don't really have a default static static. yeah yeah and just you know landlines no one has those anymore right but no i was gonna say uh i guess also speaking of like horror movie structures um with this one, this is kind of like the initial kill that you'd see in serial killer movies. But this isn't exactly a serial killer movie, so that also kind of doesn't work as well as it should. Yeah, it's a really sloppy opening. It, I get it. They need to get people's attention, but right. it just feels sloppy and boring. Yeah, and like I said, I think it was just their way of trying to initially like have that initial kill, get people like sucked in and like wanting to care about what's actually happening, about who this person was, but... I'm, I guess it possibly could have worked of them, like, you know, her picking up her son at the beginning of it with, like, having that initial kill cut out of it. And then, like, you learn about it as the movie goes along, but then you wouldn't have that initial kill. Yeah, that's the thing. They wanted the initial kill. It's PG-13 for a reason. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, this is also that era of time where they're really pushing for PG-13 rated horror. Yeah, they are really, really. still do. If you can't scare little babies, how are you going to make any money? (laughs) That's still... (laughs) 
That's actually no. He he makes a point there. Yeah, yeah, that's still kind of the goal. But yeah, so we meet our protagonist. What's her name? I don't even remember. Her Rachel. Name. Rachel. Uh, played by Naomi Watts. Yeah, Rachel, and she's on the phone talking business and dumb bullshit. And she picks up her son, who is very young. And I don't know what it was about the early 2000s, but every kid in, like, 6th and 7th grade had to be, like, fucking super smart and weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, I blame uh, Super Babies. <laughs> that, did, that came out after this, I'm pretty sure. Absolutely yeah. did. I mean, a movie that came out before this, which it just kept on reminding me of, is uh, I kept on looking at her son, which is her son's name's Aiden in this movie. And all I kept on thinking is, like, he's a less charismatic and more edgy version of the kid in uh, that movie, Stir of Echoes. Yeah, Stir of Echoes, Sixth Sense, Signs. Like, they all had, like, this kid in it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why. Scary Movie 3. <laughs> oh, well, yes. Yes, they did. <laughs> I, I will say, I don't know what it is. I do like these characters. Especially this one, because he doesn't actually seem like that smart or anything he just kind of says big words yeah he does yeah. say big words but he's very perceptive yeah i think one of my favorite lines is like oh he learned conundrum today yeah and then he uses it later <laughs> very proudly yeah <laughs> Such a, like, okay good job kid <laughs> yeah um let's see how picks up kid from school and talks to the teacher and teacher's like we need to talk about these drawings he made and rachel's just like well you know how kids are they just they draw things out and they need to get it out however they can she's like right totally totally but he drew this a week ago because it's about she's like supposedly Ack. a drawing of, of his best friend babysitter person his cousin died, his cousin who died like yeah. two days ago and yeah you find out that the girl that dies in the initial kill was her cousin and that apparently aiden and her or aiden and katie were really close and she used to babysit him all the time blah 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 and it's like, oh, he's just trying to deal with it. And it's like, but you said she died three days ago, right? Yeah. He drew this a week ago. Ooh. I like, I like the teacher didn't bring this up a week ago, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Because there's a bunch of these drawings. Like, there's like 10 of them. There's a whole bunch. The thing, the other thing that I really don't like about this movie is that it really plays it just around. Says with, everything. Well, no, it really plays around with the idea that Aiden is psychic or uh paranormal like in some way yeah, it has like a connection <laughs> to samara in some way shape or form but there's no kinda, reason for it he just nah, is kind of defeats everything too because like it makes it the mystery not have like a solution actually yeah which yeah. once again like, they just have to the kid has to tell them basically yeah yeah which once again reminds you of the kid from stir of echoes but there's actually a reason in stir of echoes why the kid is the way that he is and they explain it in that movie they do, yeah, yeah. This is after The Shining, right? Yes. I don't know, like, there's there's just a part of me that's like, man, they wanted to be The Shining. <laughs> they wanted to have, like, The Shining kid. Yeah, yeah, there's probably part of it that's in there about that. I think, I think it's in some way. the time, too. I mean, Shining was 70s, but yeah. I think, like, well, every... no, saying, like uh late 90s, early 2000s, there's always, like, you know, that edgy kid. Yeah, there always had to be the edgy kid who was too smart, even though they're a kid. Um... But I feel like in some way, every movie's going to try and hit some notes of The Shining in some way or another. The Shining was just very influential, and I think will continue to be for a very long time. 50-year-old movie now. Ridiculous. But can, the movie continues, and she ends up going to the funeral, and there's way more of those stupid drawings around the kid's room. He has tons and tons of those drawings. 
Yeah. Well, the thing is, is at the funeral, those are Katie's drawings. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 You're right. Um, she's a pretty shit artist, then. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she's getting high all the time. What do you want from her? She should, she should have t- taken her uh, art classes. She probably skipped them to get high. Listen, me and her are about the same level of drawing, and I don't even get high. So what's my excuse? <laughs> you don't draw very often? That's... You also didn't take an art class? Yeah, both those things are true, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so they're at the funeral, and Rachel starts going through Katie. What's that? What is that the kid's name? Yeah, Katie, the one who Katie? died. Yeah, starts going through Katie's room and whatnot. And does she does talks she find to the her tape friends here? really weird? No, no, she doesn't find the tape here. She finds um, it at the cabin. Oh, right. Yeah. But like here, like she talks to her mom, and her mom's saying, like, you know, I went to three different doctors, and none of them could tell me what happened. And my husband's basically useless now; he just sleeps all day. <laughs> I, like someone needs I to figure specifically, out specifically because they like a sixteen-year-old has never had like a heart condition, which is like that surely can't be true. Yeah, that's like, not true. It's not true. I think the. What they forgot to say is that Katie was a happy, healthy girl before this, and so she shouldn't have just had a random heart attack. Yeah. Yeah, just the way they say it makes it like, oh, yeah, this character, like, smoked a lot and, like, probably drank a lot. Had a heart attack, and it's insane. Yeah. Never could have guessed. (laughs) But this is, like, the ensuing incident that gets Rachel involved in everything. Yeah, because the mom says, like, you know, you're a journalist. Like, if anyone could figure this out, maybe it would be you. Yeah. And she, like, talks to the friends and is weird because she's trying to be like, hey, I'm the cool adult. Yeah, she goes outside Give to me smoke a cigarette. Them. Yeah. And she starts it's asking a monkey about... lighting off of one of them just randomly, which seems kind of rude, honestly. It does seem a little rude, but hey, it tells them, look how cool I am. Look how fucking talks cool I am. Talks about smoking weed with her girlfriends back in the day. Yeah, that's how you know she's fucking hip and shit, man. But she ends up questioning and getting a bunch of information about, like, where the friend was who was with her that night. Turns out she was put into a, a hospital. And she's not doing well. Yeah. No. She's now in the psych ward. A mental hospital, specifically. Yes, Yes, specifically a mental hospital. She's in a psych ward. And she goes to go and talk to her, and she gets nothing. Well, not yet. Uh, First, like, while they're talking to them, she said, like, oh, yeah, it wasn't just her. It was her, her boyfriend, some other people. And so there's four teenagers that went to a cabin to watch that videotape that night. and They all died same night, same time. Yeah. Which I feel like everybody else in the world should have just, like, the police should have just connected that as being fucking like, weird. Yeah, like, huh, this is a bit weird. And, like, four teenage kids who are all healthy have a heart attack all at the same exact time. Interesting. They also, like, didn't seem to have any worry about how contorted her face was and that she, like, lost all her blood. That's teenager heart attack face. Classic sign. Another <laughs> <laughs> thing that's never happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Talk about it in doctor school all the time. It's one of those weird things, just like, so I have some good news and some bad news. It's like, well, what's the good news? Well, you're going to have a disease named after you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, she goes and then she goes and after figuring all that stuff out at the library. Yeah. uh, She actually wasn't in the library because she works for the paper. Yeah, yeah, because she works for the paper. So she started calling up some people and seeing, like, finding out who these teens are and, like, the fact that all of them died at 10. And, like, during this time, her boss just randomly walks up to her and tells her that she's fired. She's like, no, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> like, nah. that's what they don't tell you. If you're ever getting fired, just refuse to be fired. They can't. They just, can't fire you. Yeah, just give them an Uno. Just give them the Uno reverse card. They can't do anything about it. <laughs> They're legally required to keep employing you. I thought we stopped handing those out. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's just like, no, I got a, I got a big story. What story? The stories. Go away. Go away. <laughs> it literally shoes him away, 
and she gets the information that they all died at 10 o'clock at the same exact time on the same exact night. Yeah. Seven days after they had gone on this crazy cabin trip where all of their photos, after a certain point, all their photos, all their faces are all distorted. Yeah. I'll say, this is one of the part I like about this movie, and it it's barely used. The distorted photo thing? Yeah. Yeah, it really like is. Like, it's here. Like, they, they bring it up here, and then there's a cool scene later that uses it, and then it's just irrelevant. And this feels like there's supposed to be something there. And it strikes me as this seems like something that's in the original that they just took without thinking about why it's in the original. I don't know if that's true. I think it is in the original, but it has been a long time since I've seen it. Probably yeah. since I was like 16 since I've seen Ringu, honestly. A long fucking time, a lifetime ago, it feels like. So, we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I will say <laughs> you're closer than you think, E. On that, like it, it <laughs> is like, it is something that actually is kind of prevalent, or if I remember correctly, is more prevalent in the original. I've seen yeah. parts. I haven't seen the full thing of the original, but I've seen some of it. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, it's it's such like a classic thing that happens, though. Um, like a big thing happening now is you know all those shitty NFT games and stuff. But like, where they like have the ideas of what's cool about video games, but they don't seem to know what you're supposed to do in a video game yeah so like they just copy things like oh yeah video games have quests in them but they'll add quests that don't like lead to anything or teach you stuff and it's just yeah. like it's stuff like that like when an imitator just doesn't seem to know why something's cool that's that's what imitation all, usually ends up with yeah but all the yeah. cool kids seem to like it so we're gonna put it in yeah uh so yeah continuing with the plot she ends up uh going and questioning the well, yeah, she goes up to the cabin uh, where those those kids went, and she talks to the groundskeeper or the head of the place or whatever it is, and he's playing with some this old deck of cards, and she's like, "Hey, like, uh, my niece stayed here uh, last week. Do you know anything about this?" Like, "Oh yeah, a couple darn kids came up, and they didn't even pay for their cabin." And like, uh, uh, looks, and they have like a little like video rental section, and or I guess not rental but like a, a lending section is what they call it yeah she's like oh what's that over there it's like oh we don't get very good tv reception out here so we just you know have them watch some videotapes while they're out here it's like oh okay and she tells him like you know what i think i'm gonna take a nap before i go back i'll just go ahead and i'll take room 12 and goes ahead and stays in room 12 and then steals just the one blank vhs tape that's there she's a reporter like she got the feeling man i like that it's just there though that they apparently don't like vet it much nope no, there's it's definitely like, not a sign out no, or anything. If I saw that, like on a ra if I just saw blank VHS in like put back into the thing, I'd be like, "This is probably porn. I'm going to get rid of it." <laughs> I would say this is probably <laughs> porn. What else do they have? Uh <laughs> <laughs> and then the innkeeper mysteriously disappears a week later. Oh no! <laughs> the cops think it was asphyxiation. Yeah. Anyway. So anyways, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes into the room uh, She around sunset because, like, they actually have a pretty cool shot wherever there's the tree that's in the back or that's up on the hill. And as the sun is setting, the it's the sunlight is going through the tree leaves. And so it looks like it's right inside of that room. Like, that was a pretty cool shot. I'll give them that. There are some good shots. Yeah. Uh, one thing. It's the thing, though, of, like, I'm like, man, that's a cool shot. I feel like they stole that. It's <laughs> like a lot of them just don't fit, actually. With the like rest of the movie, yeah, and well, that's that's one of them, honestly. 
one thing that we did mention while we were watching this movie is it's very, very green. Like they put a green filter over damn near everything. Mine was blue. Really? Hmm. I mean, maybe, like mine looks super blue. Like I don't know. Maybe it's just like my screen. It was it was the filter or like yellow fucking popped the shit out of everything and i was like <laughs> man that's like a cool thing and then i was like no just random things in the background are sticking out they didn't think about this <laughs> yeah ours was just super super blue no ours or was green su- yes I mean, ours was super super, super green, green. Yeah. yeah but like i God, remember it's... watching this on vhs like it, the movie having like a very gray dull feeling to it almost like kind of a noir feeling but apparently in like higher definition it turns into like a dark green at least on Dry's TV, it did. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe it's just my TV. Who knows? Maybe. Who knows? I mean, but... I feel like this is still an issue. I will say, there's a point in the movie where it stops, though. Kind Does of. Does it stop, or, me, or do you stop least. noticing it? No, it stops, because I see the colors I couldn't see before. I think it's dependent on shot. If it's very wide outdoor shots, it's very. it was very filtered for us, very green. When it's indoor shots, when it's really close up on people, and they're like doing a lot of motion... The filter's off. So no, like mine, I there's literally a specific scene. I'm like, I can actually see colors again, and it <laughs> like was that way for 20 minutes, and then it went back to being gross and huh. blue. <laughs> yeah, ours ours was like on and off, but when it was on, it was way on. Yeah, but anyways, she's inside of this uh cabin. She puts on the tape, watches the tape, and like this weird avant-garde type of like horror student film thing, mm-hmm. and then. Gets a phone call, and on the phone call, you can hear a little girl whisper, seven days. And then she does, like, the <gasps> gasp thing, and then shows her, like, just kind of jumps cut to her back at home. Yeah. After that, pretty much. It's Thursday now. Yeah, now it's Thursday, the first day. Dawn of the first day. Yes. And she ends up taking pictures of herself, because she looks at all those pictures, and she's like, okay, well, let me see pictures of me. How do yeah. I do this? And so she takes a bunch of pictures and she gets a hold of uh, who we believe to just be her friend at this point. Yeah, yeah someone, someone who can help her. <laughs> His name is Noah. In this, yeah. Uh, asks, like, take a picture of me. And he's like, okay. And he like takes a, excuse me, takes a picture of her and the face is all distorted. And he's like, okay, so there's something wrong with your camera. And she's like, oh, was it the same camera that the kids used? He's like, no, this is my camera. And like looks and sees all the selfies that she took and all the selfies she took, like all the pictures are distorted on the face like he doesn't like test it with himself or anything though yeah he took yeah. one picture of her so i was distorted like yeah i guess that's kind of weird didn't think of like take oh, a picture of himself or, yeah. <laughs> yeah. that or like take a picture of himself or take a picture of the both of them and see how her, her face is distorted but his isn't yeah yeah you would think that he would do something but no yeah especially considering like his whole identity in this movie is supposed to be a, a video or yeah a video and a f- photography expert yeah his whole thing is supposed to be like i know everything about cameras and video and photography but he doesn't test anything ever yeah <laughs> except for whatever the plot calls for it yes yeah but yeah uh does that and then like asks about the tape and she's like i don't think i should show it to you he's like no no, no let me watch it let me watch it it'll be fun basically yeah and then she goes on the balcony and there's just like this long shot of her like watching other people watching tv yeah, there's um, what's that one show with the weasel? Oh, I am weasel. I am weasel. Yeah, there's one. It's kid... a baboon, you doofus. Oh, I'm so oh, stupid. Uh, but yeah, there's a kid watching I am weasel, which I thought was funny. It's the only thing I recognized. Uh, oh. someone was watching like a Japanese horror film. Yeah, I did notice that someone was watching. Or the guy with the broken leg was watching racing. Yeah, 
just weird stuff. Yeah, don't know it's why. It's like a neat shot, but it, it cool. also doesn't do. I can't like. It feels like there's supposed to be a point, but they forgot. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just her waiting for Noah to watch the tape. But yeah, like I think it was meant to just like give a mood. Other than that, you just like see a mother who's like sitting on the balcony, uh, smoking a cigarette while her kid is watching TV, kind of staring at her judgmentally. Yeah. Other than that, like it doesn't really. It, it's just a shot. I think it was just meant to like give a mood, but I don't know. I mean, I think most of Gore Verbinski's filmography is a lot of fluff for no reason. I'm not a fan of his, uh, generally, so that's, Fair. that's a me thing. Um, but yeah, so he ends up coming out to the balcony. He's like, I watched the tape. So, what'd you think? He's like, yeah, it's a weird little student film. Weird student film. Like, you weren't scared at all? He's like, sorry, not really. No, it's not very scary. It's cool, I guess. But uh, no. And then the phone rings, and they don't answer it. And he, he leaves. He's like, hey, why don't you like make me a copy of that, and then I'll take a look well, at it and yeah. stuff. Yeah. And she's like, okay. And then she goes back to her phone, and there's a message on it, and she just deletes it. Yeah. Dun-dun. Dun-dun. Why would you Could just have been it? anything. Why wouldn't you just play I'd it? I'd delete it. I'd play it. Because it's probably cursed. What if it says you're going to die in four days now? <laughs> It's like, that wasn't meant for you. You get less days now, dumb bitch. <laughs> that would be pretty, hey, can pretty you funny. Can you this message onto whoever I was supposed to call? Uh, we don't. We don't have like a good system if they don't answer honestly. Uh, so yeah, you're like pr- within the week, preferably. Can you let them know August fifteenth? Thanks. That's essentially the joke they do in Scary Movie Three for it. So. <laughs> It's pretty Damn good. It. It's pretty good. I plagiarized. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, she doesn't play the message, and then she ends up going and making that copy. Yeah, and on her work equipment, out of yeah. all things. Yeah, because she just has tons and tons of video equipment. She is a reporter, so uh, technically yeah, is... there should be that stuff around somewhere. Yeah, so it does actually make sense that she has that. Uh, she ends up also noticing that like the uh, information is all garbled up on there which i think is the reason why he asked her to make a copy is because that would like kind of give a fingerprint of like you know when it was made and so on and so forth but like even the information seems to also be garbled up on the copy yeah and she notices that whenever she's uh making the copy and she brings it to him and he's like looking at it he's like well it doesn't make any sense it's supposed to have this fingerprint here it without that there's literally there's no way that it could be recorded ever without that yeah like it's just came out of nowhere it's a mysterious thing He's, which he actually does say it's like being born without fingerprints. Yeah. Which is possible, technically. Yeah. It's weird and unnatural and not normal. Doesn't know what happen every day, but it could happen, technically. Technically. <laughs> um, so, yeah. They end up going through a lot of that tape copy that he has there. And they're looking through all the footage, trying to figure out what everything is. And then they find that... There's something just on the outer layer of film that they're able to see. Yeah, like it should have been a wider shot, but it was shot on four by three. But like, there's st- definitely something there, but they got to be able to stretch it in order to see what's over there. Yeah, it's like it's like when you rewatch an old sitcom and like the boom mic is in frame and widescreen. Funny enough, Friends uh, was all shown on four by three originally, and so whenever it was released on streaming services, they used the studio cuts of all the things which were 16 by 9, which were never meant to be seen in 16 by 9. So you can actually see sets cutting off. You can see, like, mics, and you can see, like, a staff sometimes. It's hilarious. 
I forget which one. It might have been like Malcolm in the middle, where there's like a thing where a kid goes up and he's like, "Oh, there's no more seats," but in white you just see like two rows of empty, empty class <laughs> seats. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. But once again, that goes into like you know, it was meant to be, be seen in four by three. So when you watch it in sixteen by nine, you end up noticing things you weren't supposed to. Yeah, you see things you're not supposed to see. Yeah. And in this case, she sees something, but she's not sure what it is, and they're trying to stretch it, and yeah. the equipment's just not able to do it. So she has to go use work equipment again. Um, yes. Assuming, yeah. And they ba- get interrupted by uh, his girl girlfriend. Yeah, and she learns about her existence right then and there and she's very hurt by it um for reasons that we still have yet to discover but we will discover soon yeah and and she basically says like well yeah the way she basically puts it just like 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 i call you an asshole you call me an insensitive bitch and then we both leave her so how about we just skip that already and i just leave Mm -hmm. you're like all right have a good day yeah but then she goes to her reporter office <laughs> yeah uh talks to the videographer there about it and like oh yeah if, like there's something that's uh out of frame that can be stretched you'll definitely be able to see it on this one or on this equipment so what are we watching she's like oh i'd rather watch it in private and she's like oh all right whatever stick a bitch. I'm an asshole yeah. <laughs> and so she starts going through that and stretches it and stretches it just enough to where you can see the yeah. thing that she thought she could see which they really over dramatize this part of this movie they really do it it doesn't need to be this dramatic no but they, they, the they funny, definitely. No. Go just on. the funny part about it is it doesn't even need to do that because, like, all it amounts to is like, "Hey, look, this is a location I recognize." Yeah, not <laughs> even that. She doesn't even recognize it. It's just a no. lighthouse, yeah. which she could narrow it down, which she does. Like, there like, could hey, just there's been a, a landmark. Yeah, there could just been a lighthouse in the frame. It didn't. You didn't need to make it a mysterious thing. Yeah, but luckily, there's did. no other landmarks that they need to know about. In the rest of that VHS. Nope. Um, so she goes to a library at this point, and she's like, give me, basically, I, there's not in the movie, but I figure she goes to the library and's like, give me everything you have on lighthouses. He's I like, think that's uh, what it is, because, yeah, I when guess. the librarians come over and, like, it's like, all right, this is all of them, like, lays down a bunch of books in front of her. So, like, yeah, I guess just lighthouses in the area? Yeah. And so she finds the lighthouse finds exactly where it is located in the real world. She's like, that's it. That's the place we got to go for reasons. But while she, goes, a boat. while she goes home that night before <laughs> she can get to the boat, um, she dismisses the babysitter who's been taking care of her son, has a nightmare about her son watching the tape. No, no, and- no. She has a night because uh, she's, I think she's calling her cousin, the one who uh, her daughter died and asking like, hey, can you watch over my son? I need to go out of town yeah, for tomorrow she starts uh coughing up hair oh yeah 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 and then then, and then yeah. goes into the other room and it's the other it's the other person there and sadako except yeah, whatever Samara. they call her yeah, yeah. samara <laughs> um and then she wakes up and she has like a little burn on her arm from where she was grabbing her nightmare and then she goes up and wakes up in the morning and sees her son has watched the tape and she yeah. couldn't stop yeah. him like, why'd you I, was gonna say, I don't like, know, I was bored. <laughs> Might very well accurate have. to kids, to be fair. It is, yeah. honestly. Because, like, she's like, why Why would you watch that? He's like, I couldn't sleep. Yeah. Like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. I want to say, like, the hair-like thing is, prob- like, one of the most interesting things this movie does. And it doesn't matter, because it's just a dream. Yes. yes well, it's just is. a dream, it's but so, it's, it's, like, why? it's technically not even hair. 
that uh she pulls out yeah, of her it's throat. like a plug or whatever right yeah it, it's uh one of the little like sticky pads that they put on you whenever for a heart monitor testing ekg yeah yeah e- ecg i think it's ekg help me google okay, help me. here i'm closer to a computer both of you google it and i will sit here and do absolutely nothing i put AKG. The different spellings of the same test there we're both go. right yeah <laughs> yes the best kind of right it's the, it depends if you want to say it's electrocardiogram or electrocardiogram but uh in german <laughs> so it's electrocardiogram or electrocardiogram that's italian <laughs> close enough. it's not close enough that's basically italian. i mean they align the same way <laughs> both in the same continent um, uh yeah, yeah. it's just like it's it, like it just disappoints me because it's like man like these are like cool things they're doing and they don't matter i actually when i was watching that i was like is this the part where he's like i almost threw up I'm oh, glad to hear you didn't no. almost throw up during this. Yeah, considering it's her... It looks like a long-ass hair that she's pulling out of her throat. I mean, you know, hair in your mouth is something I just experience on, like, a daily basis, so... <laughs> fair? That's, that's fair enough, I suppose. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, the kid has watched it, so now she's like, Alright, I fully believe this thing now. Uh, I gotta do something about it. But well, wait, there's one scene. Well, because what happens right after he watches, like, the phone rings, and she hangs it up right away, and then it rings right up again, and then she screams, Leave him alone! into the phone, and yeah. it's Noah on the other side. And this is the scene that, another scene that E was talking about, is because, like, before this, uh, he went to the store to go buy some groceries and a pack of cigarettes. And when he looked inside, or looked at the security footage, like, his face was all distorted, but it was only his face and no one else's. Yeah. And so he took a whole bunch of pictures of himself, and then he called her, and he says, I believe you now, and you see a bunch of selfies of him, and all the faces are distorted in all of them. Yeah. yeah. But so, it's the thing where it's, like, such a cool scene, but it feels like they forgot a point. <laughs> where it's like, ooh, it's, it's like, I don't know, it just feels like there's supposed to be a message about it, which it sounds like there is in the original. But it's just like, ooh, he's he's horrible, man. Yeah, it's just in in this version, it's just a way for them to be like, now he can believe her and go on the journey. Yeah. Oh no, he's cursed. Yeah. So like that's dun, kind dun, of dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the message in this er, in the this one is oh no, he's cursed. But like there's yeah, it's almost like the original has a different thing that they're trying to say about it. It's almost exactly like that. <laughs> but anyways, we're not watching that version right now. Yeah. So they go on their adventure. Yeah. He well, he goes to join her. Uh, she's gonna go on this island, uh, but she needs him. Uh, they end up finding out about the people because, like, whenever she was looking up the islands, she ends up finding uh, where the lighthouse is. Finds out it's on an island. Finds out that uh, a whole bunch of horses had ran to the ocean and drowned themselves there. And then uh, ends up finding out like one of the um, ranchers up there, and her name being Anna Murphy or yeah, Anna Murphy. I don't remember her name. Anna Murph, something like that. Anyways, whatever her name is, and like her, and then finds out about her and her husband and her daughter, and says like, okay, well, apparently she was sent to a psych ward. I need you to check the psych ward. I'm gonna go check this island because I have enough time to go do both. Because my time, like you know, my clock is running out. I'm now on day six. Yes, and he's on day five. Yes, and so they split up. He goes to the psych ward and starts questioning everything and trying to find these videotapes. Really, nothing works out for him, quite honestly. No. No. Uh, she's on a boat and kills a horse. She's on a boat and a horse gets out and it freaks out and it drowns itself like the horses on the island tended to do. It didn't so much you drown make it itself. sound like it's not her fault, though. How is it her fault? She did, what'd she do? 
she tried approached it. the horse, and as it went crazy, she just kept trying to touch it. It's a horse, man. It's fine. It's not. Yeah, horse is notorious for never like freaking out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> also, you know, whenever a fifteen hundred pound animal that could trample you very easily is starting to freak out, the first thing you do is you start reaching your hand out towards it and saying, "It's okay, it's okay." See, you both get it. That's why I like this. Also, <laughs> I want to say I hate, I hate the camera in this part. Because it's like, we're moving everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like they digitally had to uh, put a horse into a lot of those scenes for safety reasons. It's almost exactly like that. Should just let her fucking get kicked by a horse. (laughs) It's it's called art. I guess. I can see it. Also, I would say that horse didn't drown as much as it got blended up inside of a rotor. That's actually totally fair. The horse yeah. hits its head on its way down from jumping off of the boat, and then they look out for the horse, and then you just see a bunch of blood in the ocean. Yeah. So, yeah, that horse just got blended. And the horse's owner screams because she's, like, 12 and just watched her pet get killed. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, it's fine. She's rich. She can buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Anybody who puts a horse on a boat can buy a new horse. What if they're moving? Ooh. They don't need a horse. <laughs> <laughs> they don't need a horse, but damn it, they need that horse. <laughs> so yeah, gets to the island, and she goes to talk to the doctor of the island. Well, first, uh, no, first she goes to uh, talk to the husband, wasn't it? Oh, right, she does. And she doesn't really get anything out of it. No, not really. Like, no, she he's goes, like, uh, I'd... She yeah, realizes, I hate you. Go away. Yeah. Well, she realizes that like the house that she sees on the island is the same horse that our same horse, same house, <laughs> same horse house. house that was on the boat. Yeah. So the house is just obliterated. <laughs> she goes and talks to him and said, "Hey, it looks like someone put your house through a blender. What happened?" <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but yeah, like she goes to the house, realizes that it's the same house that she saw in the videotape. And then finds the owner and goes and talks to him and says, like, oh, like, I had some questions. Like, oh, it's about the horses, isn't it? It's like, oh, sure. Yeah, this is doing a story about the horses and Mm -hmm. tries to ask him questions and kind of goes in a circle around the whole thing. Tries asking about his wife and daughter. And he just kind of gives her like the I don't have a daughter. Yeah. Very nothing conversation. Then she does admit that uh, that she knows about the videotape and that she made a copy about it or copy of it. And he basically tells her, get the hell out of my house. And, like, mm-hmm. you kind of get this murdery vibe, but, like, nothing happens. He just says, like, get the hell out of my house. Yeah, you get the idea that he would murder her. Yeah. But uh, then she ends up going to the doctor of that island. Yes. And talking to her about it. It's like, you were her therapist, right? Or you were her doctor or whatever? And she's like, yeah, I, I was everybody's. Uh, and she actually names her. And she's like, oh, and then let's go on a walk. Yeah. So they go to a different set location to talk about the same thing. Her son's still nice having backdrop. a whimsical time. Yes, which <laughs> she goes one inch away from just saying the hard R word when talking about him. It's very early 2000s way yeah. of dealing with yeah. it. Just, oh, he's Listen. different. <laughs> yeah. This was when it was still Autism Speaks was the only way that people knew about autism. <laughs> they had to... They just, that's just what you expect. It's what you expect, I suppose, yeah. So they're talking about it, and she's like, goes on about how the little girl was different, and everything when she was here was fucked up. The winters were especially wintry. The harvests were not very harvesty. They would they had a very difficult time surviving on the islands while the girl was there. She's like, 
we live on an island. When one person gets a cold, it's everybody's cold. It's like, I don't understand what the hell you're talking about. Which is stupid because it's pretty clear. Pretty clear. It's like, listen, all I have to say is that now that she's gone, everything's better. Okay. And so she leaves there, goes back to go and talk to the dad again. Yeah. I think his name was Richard. Let me pull up the cast again real quick. It doesn't really matter. He's not here much longer. He's really not here much longer. (laughs) Yeah, Richard. Well, the only reason I say that is because there's the whole thing that happens with Noah where he goes like the psych ward and asks it like just nonchalantly goes like, hey, can I get the records for so-and-so? And like, this is a psych ward. Those are all private records. Like, yeah, but she's been dead for 26 years. So like, they're not that private anymore, are they? I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Like, come on. It's like, I've been you know, the... it goes in the public domain, right? <laughs> That's exactly how it works, right? He's like, come on. I've been to the records room. It's just upstairs. It's like, nice try, buddy. It's downstairs. All right. You got me. And then it just shows him it's just breaking. Hard cut breaking. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's pretty good cut, actually. Yeah. It's very comical. I this movie's like, that... like uh, this movie's really just like a dark comedy sometimes. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. I don't think it needs to be. <laughs> that one's definitely a joke, but like. It's just it's unintentionally very funny sometimes, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, agree. the fact that, like, as he's, like, breaking down the door, just hard-ass, and just, like, walks in. Yeah. But, yeah, he gets to the file, ends up finding the one of Anna... I can find it. Anna Karenina. Morgan, that was it. It wasn't Murphy, it was Morgan. Oh. Uh, finds Anna Morgan's uh thing. You get, like, this little cut where, where you see, like, uh Japanese uh, kanji, and then you see Anna written on the side of it. Yeah. And then... uh. You end up seeing Samara's name on there, and then he gets a nosebleed, and then it's like, oh, there's videotape, and like reference to such and such record, and then goes up upsta- or goes upstairs, talks to the guy who has like all the video records, and like tries to convince him, like, oh yeah, I'm her dad. And it's like, oh, like they brought her back in the '70s. You look pretty good for uh, being as old as you are. It's like, oh, it's you know diet and exercise. He's like, oh really? Yeah. He's like, okay, listen, don't fuck with me here. Uh, I know you're not him, but I'm gonna show it to you anyway. Just don't fuck with my records. I keep everything in the exact place. As long as you don't move it, I don't give a shit. But if you move it, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. And then op- kill you. Yeah. And then opens up the thing and tape's not there. It's like, all right, now I'm pissed. It's like, well, is there a record of who last had it? And Richard Morgan is uh, the last person. He's like, yeah, you're the last person who had it. And then hearts cuts back to Rachel. And she's back in Richard Morgan's house. And she's watching the tape, which just goes to show that the guy's whole adventure meant literally nothing. He got no. nothing done. Yeah, just there for the vibe. He that's, learned. That's, that's the issue. Is so much of this movie doesn't matter. He learned nothing. He taught the audience nothing. Yeah, his part could be cut out, and it would be a faster-paced film. I mean, it could be cut out, or it could just be like, oh, he went with her to the island. But um, yeah, yeah she's watching the tape. It's S M O O O O one five, and yeah. it's like, yep, here she is, and it's just like a spin of video of her staring at a clock. And, like, jamming out. <laughs> yep. And then an interview with her. Which is mostly uninteresting. But it does go into talking about, like, things that she's done. It's like, uh, you didn't mean to hurt these people. And she's like, no, I did. And I'm going to keep doing it. I'm sorry. See, that's, that's like, way later, though. That's not even what you see here. You kind of see that because she is talking. Like, there's that. And, like, he does the whole, like, uh... Like, how did you make these pictures? Just like, I didn't make them. I saw them. Yeah. Like, I like I saw them in a dream almost. Yeah. Because uh, there was also pictures that, like, are on basically, like, x-ray paper, but they're, like, kids' drawings. Yes. Yes. And um, she basically was more or less saying that, like, she imagined them up and they became real is 
it doesn't really go into much detail about that, which is one of those things of like why I'm so annoyed with the Aiden character because he essentially has the same thing going on with him, but like it's not explained at all why in any way whatsoever. Right. It's very bothersome for me. I don't know why it's such a sticking point, but I hate it. Because I mean, a lot of this movie just feels like again, I'll know for sure when we watch Ring, but it feels like they just watched a different movie. It was like, oh, that's neat. Let me make that. Yeah. Just... Yeah. Didn't think about it. It's, <laughs> it's like a scary or... movie versus Scream in a lot of ways. It's like they didn't like think about what was actually the point of it. It just made a movie about it. Yeah. It's basically. either that or they're like, oh, this is a cool aspect of this movie. Don't need that, though. <laughs> yeah. Like, but that the reason why that happens is because of this. Like, yeah, but we don't need it. We'll find another reason. Yeah. They never found What's a subtext? reason. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's subtext? Get them out of my office. Um, Tell them they're fired. So, yeah, she watches that tape. And while she's watching it, uh, the dad is behind her and he smacks her upside the head with like the horse thing. No, it wasn't even that. It was like a surge protector that he smacked her with. Right. Whatever it is. And then he grabs yeah. the TV and starts walking upstairs. Like, well, you didn't even have to hit her. Why'd you do that? He eh, needed the TV. <laughs> she yeah, would have stopped she was him. in the way of the TV. <laughs> so he starts taking the TV upstairs and she starts questioning like, hey, what is all this about? Yeah, and he's well, just like, like, it's not even what is all this about. She starts like just straight up saying, "You murdered your daughter." Yeah, and he's like, "Things had to be done. You weren't there. You don't understand." He's like, I and I, I know what has to be done now. And she's like, "What do you mean? I know what has to be done now because I can see that it'll never end. She yeah. never sleeps. It never You're goes die. away." <laughs> yeah. Well, he keeps on saying like, "I keep on seeing things and I keep on seeing images and I'd hope they'd go away, but y you showing up shows that it never will." Yeah, and so shows a bunch of water coming out of the bathroom he goes in with a bunch of electronics every electronic in his house he has is there it's set up he steps into the tub and he's like blah 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 i'm the only way out and then he kills himself with every electronic in his house yeah in his tub and right when she starts freaking out and running away rachel that is uh she starts about to like leave and then noah noah is there who we find out at this point uh around this point in the movie that noah is her ex-husband yeah. Well, uh, earlier on, I guess we did kind of skip over that part because it was supposed to be this whole big dramatic reveal. Uh, right. Whenever her son watches the thing and like um, he calls her and says like he believes her. She says he watched the tape. And she's like, who watched the tape? And she says, our son. Yeah. And then you get like this small little uh, conversation between Noah and Aiden saying that like Noah are like they were young whenever they had each or whenever they had him and his whole life was still ahead of him and he wasn't going to be a good father because his father wasn't a good father and he didn't yeah, want to continue that cycle. Like, yeah, sure. And sounds, yeah, sounds Aiden's right. like, Aiden like, yeah, whatever. Mm -hmm. I guess it's quite the conundrum. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I it. love that. It's so silly. Like, yeah. I learned a new word. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yes, they're on the island and they kind of just are at the point where like, well, nothing can be figured out. Let's go yeah. home. Well, not quite yet. Cause they're like, well, what else is there? And uh, she remembers that Aiden said like, she doesn't like the bar and the horses don't let her sleep. Right. Yeah. I forgot about that. That's a big so, part. Yeah. This is the part where the color fixed itself for me. Oh, <laughs> cause like I could literally see every color. And for huh. a second I was like, I guess it was intentional. The rest of it looks like shit because of it. But <laughs> you know, cause like inside the bar, like everything was clear and colorful. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but again, it feels intentional, but at the same time, it doesn't, because it doesn't feel like there's a point to this being the only color. So this part was also very clear for us, but 
I, I do, again, I do think that that part being clear is intentional because it's supposed to be like childhood wonder of like this was her room kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But well, they shouldn't have made the rest of the movie look that shit if it was. Totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Like I said, I think early 2000s, they wanted to give it like a noir feeling and it isn't not working quite as well. And, you know, 21 years later, 22 years later, 22 years later, 22 years later. Um, so, yeah, they go up this giant ladder and you yeah. see the longest fucking ladder in the world, man. A Metal Gear Solid size ladder. Yeah. <laughs> and. They go up, and it's the little child's room, Samara's room, that they clearly kept her in to keep her isolated. And they're looking around, and there's just a TV, a bed, and some wallpaper that's peeling off. So they peel it all off because it looks like, kind of like the burn scar that Rachel has. And it ends up being I, a tree. I guess. <laughs> that's their yeah. logic to why they do it. <laughs> so another thing about this movie that we didn't really talk about is uh, Rachel is like narrating like she's a gruff detective the entire movie. Yeah, and like that's one of the things that she does is she's like, oh, they kept her here to be isolated from everyone else. And it's like, she was all alone up here. And I was like, well, maybe not alone. It's like, hey, there's something behind the wallpaper though. And then she, they see a burn, and then like she looks at her arm and like, oh, it's like the same burn on my arm, even though it's not. But not sure, why not? And then they start ripping off the wallpaper, and then they see uh, a burn, like yeah, a burning mark of a tree. And then like she ends up remembering it looks almost exactly like the tree that uh um, in the video <laughs> not even at the, in in the video all... at the um cabins at the cabins and uh she uh they she starts talking about that about how like during sunset whenever she was watching it it looked like the room was on fire because the red was coming in through uh through the tree into the window and that has to be like the same tree and so they end up going back to the cabin and it's on the last day and trying to figure out like why they got br- brought back to that cabin in particular and so they start breaking everything apart, breaks well, a thing of marbles down on the ground. Yeah. Well, it's mostly Noah. Just like, there has to be something. There's some reason here. And starts, you know, doing the early 2000s, like just ruining everything with the room, which. Yeah. The very first time I saw this, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but I definitely noticed it the first time. And I thought it was supposed to be like a whole different clue because uh, whenever he drops the uh, jar of marbles, like they all go towards the center of the floor. And whenever they move the table, I swear to God, the marbles look like it's an arrow pointing somewhere. And I thought that that was meant to be something. It does look like I an thought, arrow pointing yeah. somewhere. Yeah. But I mean, I, like, yeah. It, the, like, it's supposed to be like, oh, it's indented. But like, man, I don't know. <laughs> like, how would they even do anything? <laughs> yeah. So they, they tear up the carpet or the rug that's there. Yeah, and well, they start cutting into the floorboards. Yeah. Well, they notice like there's a lot of um, water damage in like one section. And that's whenever Noah goes outside and, you know, the break in case of emergency fire thing that they have thing. Yeah. yeah. And takes a fire axe out and starts, you know, ripping up the floor basically with the fire axe. And then they find a well underneath the floorboards and then they move it. Or there's a giant stone on top of it. They move the giant stone and they start like looking down the well and like, how deep is that thing? Then, you know, the spooky things start happening inside of the cabin and the TV just falls down onto Rachel, and she falls into the well. Yeah, which I think it's meant to show that it is Samara that's doing it, because like you see static on the TV, and then the TV hits her, and then the static goes away after it hits her. Yeah. And so she falls down the well, which I feel like should have killed her, but... I feel like it should have as well, since they tried to look down it... the well, and they couldn't fucking see down it or hear the echoes from anything. Right. Yeah, that's like 50 feet, at least. Yeah. And Also, when she, she falls... <laughs> Oh, go on. Just when she falls, 
uh, Noah like runs outside to grab a <laughs> the fire hose. Yeah, <laughs> as if it would possibly have been long enough. You never know. It's worth a shot. He tried. He didn't even reach the house. I don't even know how you're supposed to use it. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know. But but yeah, like the thing with me is like the angle that she fell down. She should have been hitting the walls as she was going down. So that should have killed her. She did. I think. I'm pretty she sure she showed her like bouncing off. She's she, been dead. She's yeah. dead. The rest of this movie is just her hallucination as she dies. I think <laughs> she was dead Maybe. the whole time, just like Ed, Ed and Eddie. Gasp. I fucking hate you. I'm gonna kill you. Just like the ring. But yeah, she gets to the bottom of the well. When she gets down there, like she starts noticing things on the wall, like scratch marks on the wall, uh, sees a fingernail on there, um, then sees hair, and then gets touched on the other arm and ends up getting like this flashback through Samara's eyes of um Samara standing outside of a well and her mom going up to her and saying like you're all that i really wanted and then like putting a trash bag over her face to kill her and then dumping her into the well and then putting the stone over the top of it yep basically showing like that's what happened to her and then it's rachel holding samara like her perfectly preserved body and then it like rotting in, right in front of her mm -hmm. showing like you know she was down in that well done the entire time and then noah keeps on like yelling for rachel like saying that the sun already set so like you know, is she still alive down there? Cause she should be dead by now. Cause it was like at sunset when are on the seventh day, whenever she watched the film. So if it was going to take her, should have taken her by now. And like, as you can barely hear Noah screaming at her, she just like barely whispers. I'm here. And apparently Noah hears it. Yeah. Well, very that goes. <laughs> it barely <laughs> echoed for him. <laughs> there's good, there's good acoustics out of it. But yeah. The cops are there. They go and they uh, get Samara's body. And they start talking about how, like, she actually wasn't dead. Like, she was down in that well by herself. And, like, they ask, like, how long could you live in a well uh, down there like that? And she puts together <laughs> that, days. yeah, you would be, you would live for seven days. I don't know where happened. she's pulling this information from. Just because they need to relate the seven days back to something. <laughs> yeah. And that was, I think that was supposed to be the whole idea is that she was alive in that uh, well for seven days. And that's why. You die after seven days after watching the film. Mm -hmm. uh, anyways, it then like cuts the next day and like Noah and Rachel seem to like, you know, have this bonding moment together and it seems like everything's going to be okay. And then Noah like takes her home and says like, hey, call me tomorrow. Okay. And, oh, all the police come and get the body and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they retrieve yeah. that. Yeah. There is a scene over there talking like the police go and retrieve the body and like, you know, realize that this is a whole, a whole big crime scene and everything and that they bust the case wide open. Uh, but anyways, uh, it's the next day. Uh, Noah's like, you know, just going through some photography and then his TV starts wigging out on him and then he sees the well and then it does like the whole scene, like which probably one of the most infamous scenes of this entire movie mm -hmm. where uh, you see Samara coming out of the well and like walking towards the camera. And then when she gets to the screen, she starts coming through the TV screen, which this movie are... Uh, if you're listening, they have one fuck that they can say in a PG-13 movie, and they use it at this scene. Remember, he like she's coming through the TV screen, he falls backwards, and he says it, which I think is probably the most appropriate time they could have used it. It is the best time they can use that word. Yeah, and then like you know, he like stands up, and they're like looking at each other, and then like ends up running into some more equipment that breaks a bunch of glass, and is trying to crawl away from her, and then she gives him like the grudge look, and he's dying and everything and i guess we also forgot like uh rachel is back at home and she's like laying down with aiden 
and she says like you know like it's over everything should be fine i helped her and he's like you helped her why would you help her and like you you weren't supposed to don't you get it rachel she never sleeps and then it does the whole like revelation of like she never sleeps she's the bad guy actually though yeah but like that's never not been the case for the whole movie right so i don't know why it's a big deal now but anyways like that happens she tries calling noah like telling him like you know it's apparently not over by the time she gets to his place like noah's like sitting down in his chair and she flips him around and he's already dead mm-hmm. and then oh my god oh my god uh, who could have guessed <laughs> I think for me, probably like the most fucked up part of the scene is like as she's walking downstairs, uh, his Noah's girlfriend is like going up to his place, but she's taking the elevator and she sees her. Like she doesn't say anything to her; she just lets her go up there. Yeah, which is like fucked up. Yeah, it's super <laughs> fucked up. Um, so Rachel goes home and she's like, "What did I do so differently? What did yeah. I do?" My favorite part of the scene, just because it's so like out of left field, she like damn near breaks down her front door and like goes and looks at Aiden, and goes, "Go to your room, go to your room right now," and like. He looks at her all freaked out and runs away. It is really funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, she takes the tape and she smashes it and then burns it. And then she's like, what did I do differently? And then looks at the copy of the tape, which is the copy is what her son originally watched. And yeah. uh, realizes that whenever she threw it, it went underneath the couch and it had been staying in the whole time. And she realizes that the reason why she didn't die is because she made a copy of the tape. Mm-hmm. So she goes and she takes Aiden to her place of work and makes as him. Is that the implication? Yeah. Yeah. That's the I didn't get that at all. <laughs> yeah, the implication is the reason why it doesn't affect her anymore is because she made a copy of the tape. Damn, that's correct. I thought the reason it didn't affect her anymore is because she saved the body. So, you know, Sadako's like, oh, you're pretty neat. No, literally <laughs> the entire reason is that she left. She passed the curse along by making that's a copy. stupid. Yeah. And so, yeah, she has Aiden make a copy. So he co- or Aiden will be safe because he also made a copy. Yeah. So he oh, so that's why, along. like yeah okay so that's why the hand was on the hand okay yeah that's stupid yeah because she made a copy and because noah didn't that's why noah died and she didn't die that that was the whole implication of that yep which there was a further implication but we'll get into that whenever you watch the um the original version of it because there's even a bigger implication of of it that they just completely like gloss over entirely in this movie yeah i'm gonna gonna assume that it's more than just the one it's supposed <laughs> like two minute scene yeah it's supposed <laughs> to be more than you made a copy and they were even originally going to put that in this movie but and i think there's even implications of it in the original movie too but they just completely took it out of this movie and i do not know why yep but anyways because like it even goes on because like the last words that are said in this movie is aiden looking at his mom and saying what happens to the person that we show this to mm-hmm. and then the movie just ends yeah stupid <laughs> it is. it's such like it just it feels so much like a fucking uh like cop out we want to make a sequel ending and they did make a sequel they made a lot of sequels there's a lot i saw yeah, yeah. it's just annoying uh, one of the articles <laughs> i saw of this movie was uh how to watch this movie in chronological order all 14 of them <laughs> because they made a whole bunch of these movies in japan too yeah they did they made a lot of ringo movies uh, yeah a ton of them yeah I'm just like imagining this article and then it just ring one, ring two, ring three, ring four. <laughs> if only I mean, it were that simple. I can pull up the list if you want me to. Uh, you know what? No. I'm interested. <laughs> okay, Jirai's interested. I want to see what's happening with this. Okay. It is. Ring- it just says, Ringo, stop watching. <laughs> 
because it is Ringu, uh, I think 1988, which is the original novel that this is all based off of. And then uh, Ringu um, 1995, Rosin 1998, Ringu 2, which actually takes the events of Ryzen and like kind of throws them out of the water and like kind of makes it more of a canonical thing for Ringu 2, Ring Virus, Ring Zero Birthday, which is supposed to be the prequel. <laughs> The Ring for 2002, which is what we watched. The Ring 2, 2005, which is the American sequel, which I don't know how much it has to do with the sequel in the Japanese, but whatever. <laughs> Probably nothing at that and, point. And Sudaku 3D, Sudaku 3D 2, Sudaku versus uh, Kyoko, Rings, which is a 2017, Sudaku 2019, and Sudaku DX for 2022. Yep, that sounds about right. Is it Sudaku or is it Sadako? Sadako. I guess that's okay. <laughs> Rob's like, hey, I'm really bad with four names. <laughs> you gotta play tom tomorrow Sudoku to really understand the. <laughs> that's how you don't die. Is you have to solve the Sudoku puzzle in seven days. <laughs> um, but let's get on to uh, final thoughts and ratings here. Let's start with UE. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's really bad. I think <laughs> a lot of it just suffers from 2000 American movie. Yeah. I would. I don't even want to say because, like, I think I saw the the that Ringu is 1998, which would be in this general era. I'm gonna imagine it's gonna be very different because it's Japanese. Yes, it's very. I could different. be wrong. Um, you know, maybe every every country actually all uh, deteriorated to American 2000s movies at the same time. I will say now, that 1998 Ringu is very different, but I'm not sure how you'll feel about the pace still. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I do have that like weeb still in me from high school, so I might just give an inherent <laughs> Japanese bias, unfortunately, or fortunately, depending who you ask. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, a lot of people who are fans of the series do always go on about how the Japanese version's better. So, I guess we'll find out. I have to remember. I think D likes Ring more than Ringu, but maybe it's the grudge and uh, grudge. Yo, I don't. <laughs> I think it's both actually. I think he likes the American versions of both more. That's crazy. Yeah. Isn't um. The, yeah. Isn't the Japanese version of the Grudge uh, Juwan? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Jumanji. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this movie. I just I don't like this movie. I I think the thirty minutes I gave it before deciding I don't like it was enough to give it a fair shake. But like, it just is bad in so many different ways i don't like the acting i don't like uh the pacing i don't think it's very scary but like you know i don't know if i'll think uh ringu is very scary either we'll see um, i don't think you'll think it's scary either yeah i there's just so much it feels like they just it just even without seeing ringu it just feels like they watch something else and try to mimic it without understanding anything Kind of, and yeah. like, I don't know, like, it's because of when it came out. Obviously, it's insane to me that this is like such a highly regarded film. Honestly, it was well beloved when it came out. It was a huge yeah. uh, milestone for uh, horror at the time. You know, horror did have some rough times. It did the early two <laughs> yes. thousands. Um, yeah, there's just like not a lot. There's like cool shots every now and then. Um. But, like, it's still, like, there's just the sinking feeling in me that, like, they probably just stole the shots. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Like, if, like it's I don't want to give it no credit because maybe, maybe the guy could just make a cool shot every now and then and forget to give it a meaning. 
Yeah. Cuz there's so much like the fucking fly thing in the in the new place where like she picks up the fly out of the film. Like that's a really neat shot that yeah. doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> and it's one of those things like this feels like it was from the original. I don't know. I don't tell me, obviously, right. but it just feels that way. Yeah. Know, just like everything annoys me about this movie more than anything. It feels like a comedy, even though it's not supposed to be a lot of times. <laughs> like, it, it obviously is telling actual jokes sometimes, but like sometimes even when it feels like I'm supposed to be like, oh, man, oh, God, everything's so tense. It's like, oh, my God, he just felt like a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, in some ways, I'm probably not giving this movie enough credit, but, like, I, just, I didn't enjoy my time watching it after, like, a bit. I I think I would give it a four. I don't think it's completely without merit, but I have a sinking feeling of merits from the original. <laughs> okay. Uh, Robbie? So, for me, like, there are some scenes I do like in this movie. Like, I do kind of like the mystery aspect of it, wherever she's, like, trying to solve a case, almost. Yeah. Um, I think it's kind of dumb that she feels like she has to exposition dump everything as she's like figuring it out. But once again, I think that's part of the early 2000s jinx of it. There are some cool shots. I do agree. I think some of it is just like meant to like give it a mood, but I do like some of the shots that they had in this. Like visually, it has some pretty cool things to it. Uh, Story-wise, it starts out pretty decent and then it just kind of falls apart as it goes along. But it's not terrible, but it's not great. Like, there's some stuff like the stuff with the horse on the boat that was a little bit long drawn. Uh, there are some scenes that do go on for quite too long and other scenes that just feel non-necessary, like the whole Aiden going to the psych ward, that whole 20 minute scene could have been cut out of this movie and it still would have been the same fucking movie. Yep. Um, but yeah, like it has some entertaining scenes. Like I think it's one of those movies, like it starts off decent and then it starts losing steam as it goes along. But because of that, I'd say it's at least like a 5 out of 10. Because like it has some promising aspects of it. I think mostly I get pissy of the stuff that they could have done and they decided not to do right. for this movie. That that gets me kind of pissy about it. But yeah, I think a lot of the t- early 2000s drink and everything probably just gives it like a five, like a, a middle of the road 5 out of 10 for me. Okay. Um. Yeah. I think that there are some really cool aspects to things that it's doing. I am with E here. I don't think that this movie is without merit. I disagree on the thing of the acting. I think the acting is totally fine. Yeah. The, I mean, acting's fine. I have no problem with any of the acting in this. The only acting that I think is questionable is the two teenage girls at the beginning. Uh, that feels very slasher movie-esque, and yeah. it, it doesn't feel in place with the rest of the film. I think they, for the first act of that film, they succeed in the noir feeling of it, the mystery... The there's this thing going on and I need to figure out what is happening. And I think when it loses steam is when it starts to become less about what the mystery is and more about how do I save my life. Right. I think that's when it starts to really lose steam. Um, Some visual things are very impressive. Some of it's really, really not. I don't like the green filter. I honestly blame the Matrix for a lot of movies having a filter <laughs> like this in the time. Fair. Uh, I That's something I saw is like every version that of the matrix that came out had a different filter yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> which is Not like how does that even happen <laughs> different how, it's how you feel when the new version comes out that's really all it is how do the filmmakers feel when the new one comes out they feel like this filter's better now that's all it is um yeah i don't know 
I think I actually agree with Robbie's score here. I think it's a five. It is exactly middle of the road. It is my least favorite era of film in a genre that I love that was, in my opinion, really flailing at this time in the industry. Yeah. Which I hate to say it, this is probably one of the better horror movies that came out in the early 2000s. That's the sad part, is it is one of the better horror movies that came out in the early 2000s. That's how... What do you mean? The Ed and Big Picture Show came out in the 2000s. That's a horror movie? Yeah. You see that part where they go into the mud and it's like, oh god, ah, they're dirty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, right. The Cakers, the Cakers sisters are basically horror villains. <laughs> I'm starting to understand a lot about your psyche now. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think this is totally middle of the road. It's a five for me. It's not completely despicable, but I know what can be better. Yeah. Like there's a lot of things they could have done to make this movie like phenomenally better, yeah. but they just didn't. Yeah. So that's where I land on that. Uh, all right. Well, that's the ring. We'll it be, is. we'll be watching Ringu either next week or the week after. We haven't really talked about when we're going to watch that one, but it's going to be soon. We want to watch them fairly close to each other because we don't want to lose the points of comparison that we could have, I think. Um, all right. That's fun stuff. Uh, Linktree. We have one of those, don't we? Yeah. L-I-N-K-T-R dot E-E slash L-Y-P gives you a link to our social media. The yep. one. The one. Uh, to our podcast stuff, though you probably have a good idea of what you want to listen to us on. And... Our Twitch stream, Twitch archive, and Twitch highlight stuff. Yes. Uh, Twitch, we play Wednesdays, Saturdays, and a lot of Thursdays. So, you know, those are, look forward to that stuff. Uh, Wednesdays, Sam and Dry have been playing uh, the Evil West or whatever. Yep, Evil West. Um, Thursdays, Random Fighters, me and D play random fighting games that are on a wheel. Uh, we played a garbage one last week. <laughs> <laughs> It was absolutely awful. You fight garbage <laughs> in it? <laughs> yep. Nice. Uh, I want you guys to imagine a fighting game that has uh, one special move for a character, basically. <laughs> okay, I'm imagining no, it. No, no supers. Uh, my character had a move that goes the entire screen and takes like half a health bar. Nice. I spammed it the entire time. <laughs> that sounds balanced. I like that. Yeah. Uh, and then Saturdays... Uh, Dry should be doing some ghost trick this upcoming last week. Uh, it's a mystery. Ooh. I don't know. We'll see. Um, and of course, our highlight channel every Friday for a bit is a new part of the Last of Us playthrough. Yeah. Um, and, you know, those are always fun. I have fun editing them a lot. So go check those out. We also have. Uh, a literal highlight, which is just when we try the food we hate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, Robbie always pukes in it if that's an incentive. <laughs> he does almost puke in that. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. So check that it's out. It's a gross video. <laughs> Especially for me. Um, yeah. I do. Yeah, Jerry's like, oh, ah, how unpleasant this peanut butter. Oh, the peanut butter's gross. It's so unpleasant. Uh, and Robbie's like, yeah, meanwhile, I'm in the background <laughs> going, Bleh. <laughs> I blame the peanut butter for my ear infection. <laughs> I don't know if that's you how it works. Are you allergic to peanut butter, Dariah? Do we need to test this? Actually, speaking of peanut butter, Robbie, you'll be delighted to know Dariah has to eat a jar of peanut butter. I'm, at some we'll point. see how far we get into this jar of peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whole, that's a lot of sugar. 
we we had 10 subs our like first stream that we could get subs so nice 13 actually yeah so that's cool yeah look forward to that highlight where dry just dies because he's apparently allergic to peanut butter <laughs> that will be fun is dry allergic to peanut butter find out tonight that's what the name of the stream will be <laughs> oh man but uh, yeah yeah so yeah there's all that fun stuff uh and go check that out absolutely uh e thanks for joining us through the internet yeah robbie thanks for being here yeah everybody else out there thank you for listening have a great week robbie get us out of here so round about and you're watching videotapes make sure to make a copy for a friend <laughs> spread the virus yeah spread that virus around. <laughs> but if not uh i guess we don't have to say stay home or anything like that no but uh whether it's the very first time you've listened to us or you've been with us since the very beginning Thank you for listening. Thank you. Everybody out there, have a great week. Bye. Bye.